0: Alright, hello and welcome to another episode of the Give Us a Spell podcast. Fresh off a week off, unfortunately, sorry for that. But um we're going straight into some bloody good racing this week and the shorts is back. Animo's back, Zaki surprisingly accepted and is going head to head. And Tommy Berry's aboard Zaki, so some bloody good matchups. And there's a couple of good races obviously happening down south in Melbourne as well. But this is where it all ramps up and gets a bit exciting. As of Thursday, Nature Strips got into about $1.95. It's pretty short, especially when Eduardo's drifted back out. It was backed early, but it's drifted just out a little bit more. But we're going to welcome the boys in. We're going to have a quick chat uh, and try and digress this card. It's just started pissing down in Sydney or where I am in the beaches. Um, welcome in the boys. Tommy, how are, ya? Hey, how
1: are you? Yeah, um guys. Yeah, big, big weekend ahead. I think the weather's pissing down at the moment as I'm sitting in my car. But, yeah, it's uh, changed it a bit. I think we'll get a few scratchings. I took Animo $1.90 on Monday thinking Zaki would come out. And I'd look like a genius because you go to like a dollar sixty or something. But now uh, I did the same thing. Now it's yeah. Now it's two twenty, and um, I still think Zaki might come out looking at this weather, but you just don't know. We're just gonna have to wait till race day. Um, some other big news just breaking as well. Snapdance officially in for Inglis mm-hmm. into the Everest. So um, yeah, it's gonna be interesting with the shorts this weekend. If Mars Crusader does, how wet we get? Little mini Everest. So yeah, a few things to play out, but yeah. <coughs> Good
0: week of uh, racing. Yeah. His um, Snapdance, obviously, one of Tommy's horses too. He's backed it and would give it a good push. But it's a good pickup. Um, so I think that's six now that um, that are in the Everest. Obviously, the five big names, Snapdance is in there. But you just mentioned Zaki might come out. Zaki goes all right in the heavy, doesn't it? So I think it's one, two from three in the heavy.
1: Yeah, but they don't want to – they, w- they want to hold him. They want to hold, hold him back for a couple of weeks. So right. they've said if uh, – maybe even the
0: Underwood next
1: week. But, yeah. Interesting.
0: I know that um, I know that Tommy Berry was frothing getting the ride, so he, I assume he will like he will want to be riding on Saturday. coe um, pumped for Saturday?
2: Uh, yeah, definitely. Like, there's some heavy hitters out there, but I'm really curious of how this weather affects the fields, and because there's some there is some red hot fields coming this Saturday, and even tomorrow at Newcastle, and quite a few dual acceptors and so forth, and. Action down in Melbourne's heating up. And then you have to look at the fact that these horses that are nommed for Saturday, it's coming into the, well, we're well into the spring campaign now and they, they need the run. A lot mm-hmm. of these horses are coming into a fresh and you just go, you can't really wait and hamper the preparation. So I, I do think that a lot of them will have no choice but to run because they, yeah, they've, they they've mapped it, out yeah. a preparation. Yeah, they've mapped out a preparation from months out, and I, um, I do believe most of them can handle the soft six, seven. Uh, it's just a matter of whether it gets any heavier than that. I think. Yeah
0: hopefully it doesn't hopefully it doesn't but um we mentioned obviously newcastle has all their big races tomorrow the carp and the cameron and stuff so there's quite a few dual noms so be aware of that when we're going through markets and prices and stuff so we're going to skip a couple of the first couple of races we pretty much you know we just spoke before that the market's pretty much got it bang on but uh i was gonna go race four but look arnold pretty short looks pretty good um Bill Ritchie. Bill Ritchie is race number five, 1,400 metres. We got Crosstalk. I know it is dual non, but it's 285. O-President's there at 350, top ranked, Purple Sector, Le Ranch Hand. We've got a bunch of these. But Tommy, if Crosstalk goes there, does it win?
1: Yeah, you've got to think wherever Crosstalk uh, goes, it's going to be pretty hard to beat. I actually like O-President, I think now with Bjorn, it's um, been trolling really well, and I really want to see where it goes. I think Rachel King's a great booking for it. I'm going to go with our President, especially in this race. Um, I actually think it might have a bit of pace in front of Crosstalk. Uh, watching its trials, I think Bjorn only knows one way with it. So I'm going to um, spec our President. But I, there's a few horses, I think, like paternal character, a few good dolphins you got to keep an eye on, in the front man won't win first up. But watch watch the front man a couple of runs into its prep. I think it'll have a big carnival.
0: I think we talked about the front man already once, haven't we? Um, the front man's 60s. Um, Coe thoughts?
2: I'm pretty much in the same camp as Tommy. I think I think what we will find is that wherever Crosstalk goes, uh, that race will be slightly diminished with the scratchings, I think. That's what I'm guessing and speculating. If Crosstalk decides to run at Newcastle, I think that race at Newcastle will have a bunch of scratchings, whilst if it runs on Saturday, I think this race could potentially have a few scratchings as well. But, yeah, like Tommy said, new stable for O-President, uh a heap of gear change on this horse first up. So a little bit curious, but the trials have been absolutely rock solid. Um, can't fault them at all. So I'd be leaning more towards the price of 350 with O President, but I uh, do want to keep a close eye on how top ranked uh, comes back. I think we've seen it run twice in Australia. Once at the, I think it was the Hunter meeting, and then it went in a straight up, first up into a group one. It gets very elegant in the... actually not sure what it was. I think it was the Chipping Norton. Um, And then we haven't seen it since. So it's had a 203-day spell. I'd be very curious how it's returned. And it could be something that uh, Annabelle will be targeting for maybe. I don't know if it's going to be like a, perhaps like a a McKinnon, perhaps like a, I don't know if it can travel 2,000 metres, like the Cox Plate. But there's definitely, I've got a real good feeling it might be a carnival horse. So be wary of it, but I'll be going with Tommy and the O President for mine as well.
0: Yeah, top ranked was the Chibi Norton back, like, towards the end of Feb. Um, Race number six is the Dali T-Rose Stakes. And Zugotcha is going around. J-Max riding for Waller. Um, I think if you remember, it's last start at one at Randwick when Pikey was aborted. It got back to 50s into 13s, and actually won really well, one and a half lengths. So Zugotcha is 2.40. we got North Star Last, Timmy Clark for Gay Waterhouse. Paris Dior is going around. we got a couple of Chris Lee's horses, Willinga Beast, and Wolverine's had a bit of a drift, and then we are out to pretty much double figures. Zoo Gotcha's a pretty smart girl, isn't she, Tom? Yeah, she is. Um,
1: got away with murder. Up, I think led the whole time at last start. Where um, very, very tough race, and you got to think um, coming here, it's got to be a massive chance. There's a couple though that I think uh, North Star Last has been really consistent two runs, um, and I think improvement as well. with TC on, I- I'm a big fan of North Star Last, so I, I reckon she can get this one. Um, not to discredit Zugotcha at all, but the other one I'm um, a bit worried about is Willinga Beast. I think it's improved um, of her last two starts, and I think she can maybe even go one further. I, I really like Willinga Beast. I like Huey On. Yeah, I, I'm a big fan of her. Chris Lee's, as he said, has got a couple here. I think Wolverine uh, will improve um, the further we get into it, but no, Willinga
2: Beast for me.
0: Koei, Willinga, Zugotcha.
2: I don't mind the bet on Willinga Beast. I think looking at the map in itself, there's a fair bit of speed drawn low. So it's going to be interesting. I, I, I'm only assuming that the TC booking with North Star last, it'll be going forward. Uh, Pantanaro going forward. Willinga Beast, depending on tactics, it is drawn middle. So it'll probably want to kick a little bit back. I mean, last start against North Star last, it was actually, it held the lead. So... It was a bit of a change in tactics. It went forward and more or less, it ran a cracker a bottle of race, and Huey on board this time. I can't discredit that at all. Uh, I think the step up in distance is the slight query of mine with Willinger. I mean, it hasn't tested the fourteen hundred yet, um, but the price is right. I think the market's pretty much bang on here as well. Uh, Wolverine, I think it's uh, it'll keep drifting. Paris yours. probably the one that I want to keep safe. It's one of the heavy, heavy going. And a lot of these fillies have... Plenty of wet track from, from obviously, their two-year-old campaign during that bottomless autumn. So, i say we'll have pretty much a jam-packed field here. I I don't mind entertaining Paris-Diore for the second up run, Mm. Brenton on board again, six bucks. It'll be back in the field, but if they do go gun-ho up front, I think it will get a last crack at them, and Barrier 10 doesn't really worry me out of it. I think it would be just kind of sitting out the back, waiting for the action to... Kind of stop it out front. I think a lot of the horses will start paddling, especially the the track is on the worst side of soft or on the heavy eight side. So I'm happy to kind of go the six bucks with Paris Dior at the moment.
0: Paris Dior six dollars. Willinga Beast six fifty. Huey Bowman. Yeah, if you didn't watch Democracy Manifest and Darren Flindell's call yesterday, that was one of the great rides. I way back that I thought Hugh Bowman was cast. I thought he was running up a big traffic jam and he just pulled him out and it was. um it was a good ride. Bloody good. Watch it. Uh that was the last yesterday at the farm. All right, George Mainstakes. This is gonna be quite exciting. I think when we originally thought, like Tom said he took the dollar ninety Animo and then it came in, thought he was a genius, and now it's gone back out again. But Animo, $2.10. J is aboard. Zaki is has accepted. We'll see what happens. But Tommy gets the ride. Tommy is stoked. We got Fangirl, 950. Profondo, look, profondo's massive odds. Um I think it's still pro- going to target some others, but as, um Bloody Good Horse, us, Hinged, Ice Bath. I reckon Ice Bath will probably run at Newcastle tomorrow, where it's favourite. Um, and there's a bit of rain going around Newcastle too, but what do we reckon, Tom? If Animo and Zaki both run, whose camp are you in?
1: Yeah, it's such a tough one. Two great horses. Oh yeah, yeah, it's a tough one. The reports are Zaki won't run if it's wet, which is just a report, but you could easily see it. Um, it's mapped pretty well here just a lead and sort of did what it did in the um, uh, Quentin Elizabeth last year and maybe get a soft lead and go forward. But, look, it's, it's really tough. I, I think I want to be with Animo. I think um, now seeing it um, into open grade, great first up win. McDonald's record on him is so good. He's a record at Ranwick is incredible. I want to be with Animo. I think Dias is going to um, fly late. You want to back Dayas third up. And Ice Bath, I spoke to Carrie Harley today. Dead set certainly at Newcastle tomorrow. Yeah. So dead, dead set certainly to win tomorrow as I catch my breath there.
0: <laughs> I think Tom's dying. And I probably with Harley, I think it's a great bet tomorrow. If you can still get about $3 tomorrow, I think you should launch. Koei, um, Animo, bloody impressive, like Tom said, in the week stakes was a really good win. If Zaki runs, do you give it a chance?
2: I think TB booked is the big upside of it. Obviously, J Mac with his commitments with Godolphin, he's going to pick the better animal, I think. I think I, I am with Animo as well. Opposed, to, If it was to go head to head with the, the Zaki camp, uh, I think Animo is just. Oh, I'd be backing it for the Coxblade and everywhere else that goes. I think it's just going to have this, you know, almost just bomb-proof campaign, I think it just, it can handle anything, this horse, and I just love this horse, so 2.10, I think, unfortunately, Tom took the shorts on it, but 2.10, I think you snap that up, uh, I think, quite honestly, I think Zaki is a little bit on the the underside for mine, surprisingly, uh, there's got to be a few scratchings in this, I'd say Maximal's definitely a no-goer, with the deteriorating conditions, Um, Ice Bath, like you mentioned, I think it's a, I mean, I don't want to use the M word or throw it around too often, but I think Ice Bath at Newcastle is pretty darn close to an M. I think it can, yeah, pretty much get the first stakes grade win that it's of its career. Like it's never won stakes grade. So I think it might break the maiden tomorrow. A couple of odds. I don't mind. I think hinged at 18 bucks is a great price. I think going back to the replays, it's got great, heavy track form, stepping up to the mile, big tick. You have to remember, it was only two and a half lengths behind an- uh, Animo last start. So, the extra 200 metres will do wonders for this horse. Uh, it's it's a bit of a shame that Nash is suspended still, but 18 bucks, I could definitely entertain an, like an H-Y bet on it. Same as Converge. I think Converge, if it decides to... It, it, with TC booked on Gay and Adrian's horse, I think he could very much set the pace. Rack him, stack him, and then just shoot for home. So, I think the speed element's there, but I am with team animo.
0: Me too. We're all balls deep on animo, so fingers crossed. All right, the shorts, always one of the good one good races. Nature Strip's two dollars now. I did have a look before and it was a dollar ninety-five, which I was very surprised. And the beginning of um, today it was two dollars fifty, so it's been absolutely pounded. Uh, today, Eduardo 390, out to four twenty. We got Marzu seven fifty. Lost and running is at nine fifty. We've got Classique, we got overpass, Mask Crusader. Looking at a bunch of Everest horses here, you even got the the likes of <laughs> Handle the Truth and Shelby at hundred and fifties. But Nature Strip, do we warrant two dollars? I'm kind of glad I took as soon as I got the two eighty. But what do you reckon, Tom?
1: Yeah, it's interesting. Um, that yeah, that bet I had on Animal was molted into Nature Strip. At Me too. <laughs> two eighty. Yeah. So look, I think the rain coming probably helps Eddie a bit. If uh, if there's plenty of it, I think. It could suit him. It's, it's really going to be interesting to see what Overpass does. If Overpass just flies and really just guns to home, what does Eddie do? What does Nature's Trip do? Do they just sort of take a sip behind each other? or Oh, yeah, I'm really concerned. Mazu. I'm really keen to see Mazu against these top-grade sprinters first up. Um, I think Lost in Running's gonna going to give a big sight. Handle the Truth um, was huge first up. Look, I think I want to be with Nature's Trip, though. If he if he runs, if he runs in this race, uh, just seen his track outs and his trials, he's still fit from England. And yeah. I, I think he's ready to go. He'll have a run and then he'll be he'll be rock hard fit for the Everest. So I I gotta be with Nature's Trip, even at this short price. I might play around with a couple of the places. I think overpass the place might be a, a bit of a bet because it could just go up front and just hold on for a place, handle the truth at twenty-one dollars is a massive, massive overs to the place. And I think Lost and Running is going to be the improver. But I don't want to back it for this race. I want to see it run on, and I want to be on it for the Everest. Because um, I, I think it could be just a little bit smoky if it's if it's come back as well, as people have been saying. Lost and Running, um, huge watch. And then no one's talking about Classic Legend. Um, could we see the old Classic Legend back and and really compete with these guys? It's It's a great race.
0: Yeah. I think I think the barrier ticks ticks a lot of boxes for Nature Strip. Coey, is the are we expecting track to play pretty fair? I guess there was a bit of a leaders bias last round week uh, round week meeting, but Nature Strip Barrier two two bucks. Are you entertaining it?
2: Two bucks, I can definitely uh, entertain that for sure. I think um, from all reports, this horse is sound, if not better. It's it's now a you know a, what is it an eight year old and it just keeps getting better it's absolutely incredible like he came back from the uk and on the float back he still gained weight so like it's unheard of like it it this thing is absolutely sound and it is running the best form of its life right now it's crazy to think about uh two bucks yeah i wouldn't want to take too much lower but i think in terms of speed we're looking at eduardo and overpass i think this is an Everest audition for horse-like overpass, so it'll be very intriguing to see, like, how that will pan out because, obviously, it pretty much needs to win or I'd say, top three, but, you know, gapping the fourth place get if that makes sense. So it wants to be convincing enough, and I think this bottomless, if it does turn bottomless, this track, which I'm hoping it doesn't, but the likes of Mask Crusader, it's obviously... the. You know, the punters have figured it out. It needs to be on top of the ground. Now drifted to $21. So I'd be probably putting a pen through it. Um, Colisec is another one. I think... I've got a feeling Les might... It's come back from two bowed tendons. I know the fitness is there. I'd be... I'd, if I were Ho, would I want to be risking, you know, the heavier side of the track for its first up return? I don't think so. But it definitely needs a run. So... I'll be keeping a close eye on that horse. Uh as was lost and running. Tommy's already touched on that. It's got a great first up record and I'd say it's gonna be a sight anyway. Uh the lower end of the market, I wouldn't really want to entertain, to be absolutely honest. Don't really look at it. Mazu, very very intriguing horse, stepping up to the big leagues properly now. But looking at the map, I reckon that Eduardo and Overpass do lead and, you know, set a genuine tempo. And I reckon I'm thinking that Nature Strip with Waller and McDonald, I think they'll camp Right behind the speed So yeah. I reckon they'll I, I don't think they need To be up front And it'll be mapping Similar to what The Everest was last year Where Nature Strip Didn't have to lead Didn't lead in the end Eduardo took up everything And Nature Strip Just pounced on him yeah. So I think I think he's got a buddy To follow And he'll do so Like uh, I'm picturing that In two bucks to Nature Strip I'd be taking that now
0: Alright I'm chips in <laughs> And i Nature Strip So if you like overpass, you're getting 16 bucks for this race and you're getting 26 bucks for the Everest. So if it runs well, you might get a better price. And you know, if it doesn't run, you get your money back anyway. And well, am I right by saying classic legend went first up Everest last year?
2: Yes, it did. So it went um, came fifth, I think it like ran all right. Yeah. But once again, it bowed a tendon in that race. Yeah. And you know, like it ran a gallon fifth. You have to remember that. It, um, Karen McEvoy said he popped the, He felt the tendon pop about 600 out from home. So yeah, halfway wild. through the race and still came fifth, you know, and close enough. It was still gaining with a bow tendon. So it's a phenomenal animal. And I think Les being an astute champion trainer himself, I think he'd probably want to bubble wrap this to a certain degree. Um, so I'm not sure if it'll run. I'm not too confident at this stage.
0: All right, we go on to the Kingston Town, and we got double favourites, or double favourites, equal favourites. So Benno has been on the drift, though. Pikey for John O'Shea, it's 370 out to 420. Also 420 is Surefire. J-Max got the ride with Walla. Gold Trip, fives, that's in from 10. So half this quote, we got Knight's Order, Allegron, what a mine, old Allegro on um, Stockman, no compromise, Francesco Guardi, um, etc. There, bit of coin, I guess, for Gold Trip, halved its quote, and that's pretty much it. Um, Surefire, obviously, is holding pretty firm though. Tom,
1: yeah, yeah, it's a real. Another, another really good race. Um, uh, big Beno fan, want to see what he can do. I think there's a Gold Trip potentially going to Melbourne, and there's a bit of talk that it could go to a Caulfield Cup, and call it could ride it in the Caulfield Cup. Uh, we'll just see what happens there. One I want to, one I'm keen on is Stockman. I, I think the two thousand metres is right up Stockman's alley, right before a Metropolitan. This weather, people say it needs needs to be bottomless to Stockman. I, I don't think that's the case. I think that a bit of rain helps, but he is better on uh, soft tracks. But you can see him um, on heavy tracks, but you see him win on soft tracks all the time as well. So I'm a big fan of Stockman third up. I think it can um, prov- uh, provide a really good race, no compromise. And Benno, the two big dangers, the brother, the half-brothers. Um, yeah, i can keen see those two. But, yeah, I want to be with Stockman.
0: Giving Stockman a chance, King?
2: The only bet I've had in this in this meeting thus far, you guys have had t- – I've missed the boat on the price for Nature Strip and Animo and the likes. But the, the only bet I've had in this, um, this meeting today, or on Saturday, should I say, is <laughs> – I can't believe I'm saying this, but I've – I backed Knight's Order. I backed it at six fifty, and it's come in a little bit, which kind of gives me a little bit of promise. But I only took it because I thought it was the outright leader. Angel Truth will probably follow it in, and I, I just think I loved its win. A yeah, bloody night. good
0: win the other week, eh?
2: Yeah, I mean, and TC just so what—literally the best I reckon in the nation for just front-run, you know, front-running rides. So. Oh, that's why I took it. I genuinely thought when the the acceptances happened, yesterday I was like, oh, there's not a whole lot of speed. I think it could be the the three horses up front and I'd say they're going to go real moderate up front. They'll just, yeah, they'll just set a really slow mid, midsection and then hopefully tear away. And the likes of Sacramento, I think that's just a, a B grader by comparison to Knights Order Knights Order being a group one winner uh angel of truth i'd give it a half a chance um not a bad horse but uh it's, it's a little bit of a, a nonny for mine so that's why i back now it's order. but there's definitely a case to be made for something like stockman no compromise gold trip's an interesting one because it opened at tens and now you know it's come down to fives second up two thousand meters i think that is really really the pattern that needs to follow i don't know what the plan is for this horse but 2,400 seems to be where it wants to be stepping out to. It's place, It's a place-getter in multiple group ones, I think. Multiple group ones over in France where it used to be. And, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm very intrigued. It's got a decent second-up record. Definitely be keeping it safe. But And Benno, I mean, how can we forget about Benno? It's stepping up to 2,000 metres. And let's be honest, last campaign, um, it was... Great as a three year old, stepping up into like that two thousand twenty-four hundred, where it went for a, a derby campaign. And you definitely can't be disparaged by its last two starts. I think it's gone strength to strength and Pikey on board. I think, well, I mean, it's, it's never won on the heavy, but the two heavy runs it's placed in were l- literally as bottomless as bottomless gums. Like it was literally, if we can have a rating of heavy 16s, that's pretty much what it ran on. So, I think the weather won't be an issue. I think Pike is a great booking. John O'Shea knows what he's doing with this horse. Uh, it's a little bit of a nonny. It's only had the one win, but keeping it safe. Surprised about the drift, but I've backed Knight's order, so I'm just going to stay on that camp.
0: Stick with Knight's Order. All right, I was going to miss the last race, but I can't now because I've seen how many moves there has been in the market and there's been no deductions and no scratching. So Mountai is the fave, a little bit of a drift of 480. I am lethal, pike aboard board, 17s into 8. we got Devil's Throat at 850, Larkspur run at 9s on the drift. I want your opinion on Starman's kind of horse I kind of like. It's 10 to 9s. Uh, anything else with money, it is Kinlock has been backed 41s into 18s and there's been a couple of bucks here and there for some others. Tommy, can you give any love to Starman? I know Nash was supposed to ride it the other week when it got scratched and he's suspended at the moment, so Karen gets the ride, but give it a go.
1: Yeah, the whole race is really interesting, actually. Um, a few few horses started their campaigns. Uh, we've got a couple towards the end of their campaigns. Around these benchmark races. It's really interesting. A horse like Starman, I reckon, could do well. I, I probably want to see it have a run. I want to say the same with I'm Lethal, but I think that just pace generated, with especially Mount High, can really set it up for something like I'm Lethal. And the booking a pike on that huge back marker and that turn of speed that I'm Lethal's got worries me massively. So um, I might have to have something on it, but there's, there's three I want to mention that are good. Long uh, odds horses that might be able to do something, especially if this rain continues. Is Kinlock and Never Talk? The two Chris Lee's horses, especially if the rain keeps coming. Never talk, claiming three with Dylan, big time. Maybe Kinlock might need to run. And Zarastro um might needed that first up run, gets in a low weight here, been competing in open company, maybe just back a bit of grade. 52 and a half, Jay Ford. $21, I think it might just be a touch over. So I might have something each uh, way on Zarastro, but I'm lethal.
0: Um,
2: in terms of the map, looks really good.
0: What do you reckon, King? Fuck,
2: very tough race to dissect. Uh, this is probably, this race is harder than dissecting the highway or the midway. Put it this way. I think it's really, really wide, wide open. Just there is a number of chances and a, a couple of the chances. You, you're finding good price in this market where, because. Favorites have drawn wide. I think looking at Mao who was going to be the out and out leader, I thought, but it's drawn nine and it puts it in a really, really sticky spot. Uh, it, it needs a fr- good front run, uh, running ride by Tommy. Um, with I, I definitely can't entertain 480 at the moment. I'd be looking more towards a $7 price for Mao just purely because where it's drawn. Uh, it does have good, you know, soft record form, but I just, yeah to be favorite right now, I'm yeah not for it. Starman, like you mentioned, it's, it's interesting. Um, where does a map? Where does it sit? And th- that's why I'm kind of scratching my head, just going, oh God, well, like I, don't, I have no idea where a couple of these horses that are drawn, like car park side, are going to find themselves. And like Tommy mentioned, like Kinloch and Neverport, uh, Never Talk, they're coming into the market because of their wet weather form. Uh, kinlock has got a, Great first-up record, but draws the car park. It's got to be interesting how it's come back as a uh, as a five-year-old now. We saw it in the uh, provincial championships, and it, it can swim, this thing. So not an issue by mine. Oh, it's tricky, tricky race. And I, I, at the moment, without watching too many replays, I'm kind of up to race eight in terms of replays. I reckon something like Devil's Throat with rock-bottom claim with Reese Jones, it, it, that interests me slightly. Second up into a heavy deck. It'll have fitness edge so I don't mind that. Progressive might have a little listed race or a group three for it down the road and it will probably lead from barrier five but yeah, I have absolutely no certainty <laughs> with this. It's I literally don't know.
0: It's the hardest, hardest race on the card, I think. They'd leave it for the tenth.
2: Um, I, I would be looking at something that has a front running ride with a nice kind of transit so Devil's Throat at, at a decent enough price right now but I'll definitely be watching a lot more replays for the lucky last. All right, that
0: is all of Ranwick. I'm going to pick a couple of best bets, and we'll turn it into a multi. We won't go through Caulfield, but I'm going to pick a best bet from Caulfield though. Uh, mine for a multi is going. I'm going with Chain of Lightning again. That Moody runner, I think it's going to go six from six. Um, what are we getting now? It's two eighty. Could have got three dollars, but I still think it's it's up against the likes of Isotope, Zapoteo, Written Beauty, Agentia, and those. But I think that Caulfield track, I'm happy to take the 280. There's a couple of other ones going around Caulfield that I don't mind. They're obviously, I'm keen to just see Ayrton run, to be honest. I'm not sure what's going on with Rupert Clark and stuff, but what do you reckon, Tommy, is your best coming out of, uh, Ramwick?
1: Mate, I, re- I really want to add Ice Bath, but, um, we'll, we'll give the, uh, punters a chance to get on on Saturday, but I think Ossipenko at Caulfield looks really good. Damien Lane, Chris Waller. I don't want to be with Ath cabin. Um, the Godolphin horse i i really think osipenko i think um a lot of people want it for the guineas as well and i think it wins here uh first up scratch from two races last week uh well, a big opinion of it osipenko
0: okay Kowie, where are you going
2: i'm heading north boys oh, um no. did, uh, dolby I, I did no no, no gold <laughs> coast gold coast <laughs> dolby come on mate um <laughs> it's the Metro meeting tomorrow um, on Saturday. I did the playbook for Sabo with the, the boys and the girls, and I did watch a couple of replays, and I am willing to go in far too easy to camp. I think that last start, it was overworked, fresh 1,000 metres, which was a little bit too far, sharp for it. I think it's drawn seven, James Orman booked. It's got a slot in the cozy Oscar. I know it doesn't have to run too hard to or impress anyone because it's already secured a slot, but 270 against a field that I don't have too much to say about. I mean, there's a couple of horses that you could spec, but I just think it's the class animal in that field. So 270 for far too easy in a race number four at Gold Coast.
0: All right. Well, it's pretty funny. We've just done an entire uh, preview and then all our bets are elsewhere. So, uh, Caulfield, race four Osapenko, Caulfield, race eight, chain of lightning and Gold Coast race four far too easy getting 30 to one if you are ballsy enough to put in animo you can get yourself 60 and if you want to add yourself in nature strip you can get yourself 120 so do as you will um, boys hope we uh, do well hopefully the wallabies can do all right uh, later tonight <laughs> fingers crossed um Tommy you are, are you on the track <laughs> on the funny. weekend yeah wallabies they're
1: p- fine today they play the blood of slow ah. tonight Oh yeah, who would have uh, thought? Came for it actually. Some Friday footy, a uh, Thursday footy. I mean, uh, no, I'll be at Sky. I have a ticket to the Swans game, but I think I'm going to have to give it away because I don't think I'll be able to do work and then get there. So would have been keen to do the double at Moore Park, but uh, the racing's good enough. Um, actually, the triple would be awesome. Ran weekend yeah. to the two um, two games, but yeah, Sydney's going to be a buzz. Some um, great sport on in the weekend, so real keen.
0: All right, Coey, thanks for joining us. Enjoy your pool comp tonight. Best of luck.
2: Cheers, boys. Uh, Happy birthday for Zach Tunbridge tomorrow. Uh, (laughs) Thank you,
0: mate.
2: He'll be on the source. uh, I've had a couple of fireballs
0: during the podcast, actually. You know, the fireballs, I don't know why. I don't know why I like it, but a bit of cinnamon bourbon can't go astray. So I'll have a couple more tomorrow. Love that. Thanks, boys.
2: Take care, boys.